0: welcome to the 2020 life project podcast i am marcus thomas and this is the podcast that shares stories of how this crazy year has impacted people On this first episode our interviewer jasmine thomas will be sitting down with jeff cates to talk about kobe bryant his life his death and everything else that has happened in this year thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show
1: for sitting down with us today, Jeff, to discuss Kobe Bryant and the impact he's had on your life.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: What is your first memory of Kobe Bryant?
0: My first memory of Kobe Bryant, that happens to be a really interesting one. So, back when I was nine years old, I was watching Rush Hour 2 with Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan.
1: Great movie.
0: Absolutely. And the very beginning, there was a scene where there was a, a lot of action took place. Jackie Chan chased the bad guys. Chris Tucker was meeting them upstairs, running in the inside building. And then he ran to a Chinese lady. that said, and she said in Chinese, but the subtitle said, Move aside Kobe. <laughs> and I asked my dad, who was Kobe Bryant, my dad said, he's a basketball player, really great. And I said, Oh, okay and then it happened to be close to All-Star Weekend in 2002 and then the game came on and my dad said hey Jeff come on out here I'll show you who Kobe is. I watched him play the All-Star Weekend and I started watching Kobe and Shaq, the duo ever since and he happened to be my favorite player from the show.
1: So your first memory of Kobe also includes bonding moment with your dad it's something you and your dad could bond over and watch together
0: yeah me and my dad have a lot in common when it comes to basketball is your
1: dad a Lakers fan too
0: my dad is always going to be a Pistons fan because he is always a rep for the home state yeah but he likes Kobe and them like that don't get me wrong but as of right now I think his favorite player I mean, I'm sorry, favorite team might be the Warriors as of right now.
1: Good choice. In your own words, what did Kobe Bryant mean to you? Why did you like him so much?
0: Kobe meant a lot to me because just by his worth ethic, by how he handled himself on and off the court, it taught me how to be a conqueror. And it's easy to be able to do whatever you can as long as you just stick with it don't let nothing get in the way and whoever tried to you know outdo him he would do it by mindset and that's what made him succeed on the court winning championships off the court making good businesses and helping girls leagues like how he did for his daughter and so that's how he has really done that and
1: Would you consider Kobe Bryant to be a childhood hero?
0: Yes, I still consider him my childhood hero to this day, probably always and forever will be.
1: Do you think that Kobe's affair and whole court proceeding that he went through with the rape allegations, do you think that'll tarnish his legacy? Or do you think he had such a great legacy that nothing could impact it?
0: Well, regarding that, nobody's perfect. Whether if the situation is big or small, we're all going to make mistakes. If people want to bash on that, then that's on them. But the most important thing is you got to look at from when he was younger until his last days. That Kobe was young. We learned from our mistakes when we are young. When Kobe retired, he appreciated his family more. He didn't want to do anything but spend time with his wife and daughters. So if people want to hang on to that, especially if it's already said and done over with that's on them I mean I'm not gonna let that or anyone mention that to me saying well he did this did that wall look you're not perfect either
1: right how did you react when you heard Kobe had died why don't you share that story
0: with us I was visiting a co-worker from work I was at her house and I got two messages one was a phone call actually the first one was actually from you jasmine thomas it was a text message saying that kobe kobe bryant had died in a helicopter crash and in my mindset, i was mad and i wanted to snap and i wanted to say you know get that crap away from me but at the same time i'm like thinking you know this had to be a photo this had to be a photoshopped or something fake. And then after that, I got a phone call from my brother. He said, he asked me if I was okay. I said, yeah. And I'm like, why wouldn't I be? I'm good. He's like, did you hear about Kobe? And I said, what a, I'm like, what about him?" He said that Kobe died in a helicopter crash. And I said, what? I'm like, I'm not trying to hear this right now. Then he said, I'm serious. And I was like, all right, man. And then I just got off the phone and I got the notification from CNN and TMZ on my phone. I'm like, dang, they weren't kidding. And I saw it all over social media. And it really broke me and, and I drove home really upset and tears. And I felt like I would never probably watch another basketball game and play basketball again. Or even play NBA 2K. Okay? But
1: well, you have since done all those things? I have. Is there anything you would want to share with the world about Kobe or about being a Kobe fan or what his legacy means to you or to the world?
0: Kobe meant a lot to me. All through high school when people would say, even LeBron this, LeBron that, I always stuck up and said, no, Kobe, Kobe. But his legacy, everything that he has done, it has motivated me in so many ways, because um, when someone wasn't good at something, Kobe would always call them soft. And by looking up to him, I had to remind myself, I'm not soft. I can do this. And it gave me motivation. Like you know, like how I said earlier, how what he's done for charities, different communities. How he was a hero in LA all over the world. You know, his death just turned the whole earth upside down. And but he has really made a huge impact on me. Like it taught me like to never give up, keep going for what I want to do in life. You know, the goal is there. It's up for me to chase it. Can't you know, nobody make the choice for me. And most important, you know, situations and life choices like that.
1: Would you consider Kobe Bryant to be a ball hog? He didn't always seem like a team player. He seemed very, Kobe was the coach and the team, just, you know, everything. Did you ever get that notion that he liked to control the team, run the team, be the team?
0: I'm gonna tell you exactly what Shaq said at uh, his memorial. Shaq had a speech and, um, and Kobe wasn't passing the ball yeah Shaq quoted saying this Kobe we notice that you're not you know passing the ball you know there's no I in team Kobe stated back saying well there is an M.E. in that <laughs> I can say it but I'm can you pause it
1: there's and team so he is the
0: team yeah and then but early in his days you know he was young he did not pass the ball that much but later in his career when he wanted to get more wins Mm -hmm. he did pass the ball a little bit more whether they could be maybe four or five assists or whatnot
1: yeah you have to pass the ball when you're getting older you can't be the whole team anymore you know
0: I mean, I understand, but you know, but the, and mostly, most importantly, if you have the hot hand, you're supposed to feed it to the hot hand anyway. And Kobe was, yeah. Kobe was a scorer, yeah. you know. Same with Michael Jordan or yeah. Magic, all the guys, you know. Yeah. If you have the hot hand, you keep giving that to that guy.
1: The great part about Michael, though, was he had a, a really great team around him when he was at the Bulls and won all the championships you know he had a good team built around him Kobe didn't have that as much later in his
0: career. Kobe had a really great team. He had a really great team because if you look at when they won the championship but not thing.
1: when they won the
0: championship talking later in his career. As I was saying um, in 2009-2010. Yeah. He did have a good team cuz yeah. you know he had they got Derek Fisher back mm-hmm. and they had Trevor Ariza. They had Paul Gasol. He was actually in his prime. He was actually the heart of the team. I mean, that was Kobe's team, but I would say Paul Gasol was probably the heart of that team because he had a big role on winning, helping them win those games. And they had Ron Artez. Yeah. And that's when they won the championship in 2009 against the Orlando Magic in Orlando. And in 2010, when they beat the Boston Celtics, and that was a heck of a series. And they dominated. Sure
1: was. So, aside from Kobe, okay. what do you have you thought of, of 2020 so far this year? Is there any other event that has impacted your life as heavily as Kobe Bryant's death?
0: Anything else that's happened in 2020? Yeah. Say? Besides Kobe's death,
1: what else has had a big impact on your life this year?
0: The coronavirus. I want to say that because um, I want to say the coronavirus because this has been ongoing since you know I want to say around February. We were already getting notified before the whole quarantine. Yeah. And it was in the paper next to Kobe's picture in the newspaper. Yeah. And um and I've been working from home since about March 16th, and I'm still working from home now. But I feel like this event also impacted me because before the virus, even though race happens to be a serious issue in the world, Mm -hmm. we're starting to see different ethnicities work together in certain areas because one person might know one thing, the other one might know something else. And you're starting to see that come together because everything is just so tight right now. We have to work together and we see in different groups of people no matter the age group we're all working together i mean even though the virus is a sad sad notification going on right now but um, we also at the same time seeing people working together
1: what do you think you will what do you think your perspective will be on 2020 when you look back on it in like five years do you think it'll be a year of growth from people in a year of learning, whether it be about race or a health pandemic or um, any of the other things that are going on in this world, what do you how do you think we'll build you twenty twenty?
0: I will remember twenty twenty for us I because of as of me being twenty eight mm-hmm. and I know I got twenty more years to live. Twenty twenty happens to be probably the most biggest learning experiences and Things I have ever even seen, witnessed when it comes to healthcare, race, uh, the virus, Kobe, and it's just, it's going to be something definitely to put in the history books for sure. It's not going to go away, and believe it or not, I honestly feel like it could be compared to like huge events that happened the years before they will always remember like the 9-11 event I believe 2020 can be up there regardless to like how many deaths of you know people have lost and people lose their lives over sicknesses and uh, the protests and like you know, all the negativity that's going on I feel like 2020 for all states all cities all countries it's this is going to be
1: there was a lot of um, turbulent, memorable years in the 1960s, too, during the Civil Rights Movement, Kennedy's assassination, and things like that. I have heard people compare this year to um, saying, like, this is Millennials and Gen Z's Civil Rights Movement. Like, this will go down as our... our I don't know what I'm going to call it. But it's just the year where Millennials and Gen Zers have really had a voice and stood up, whether it be about race or politics or COVID and things like that. There's a lot of people in these generations that are really becoming leaders um, with everything going on in the world. Do you think that this could be millennials kind of civil rights movement? Do you think that this will be the one year where from going forward where millennials like stand up and have a bigger voice in world affairs?
0: I believe yes, but at the same time I believe it could be the beginning of that. Mm -hmm. Because you know after the whole for example, after the whole George Floyd incident you see a lot of African Americans not just African Americans other heritage as well um, Caucasians, Mexicans, Chinese, who else, etc. You see a lot of people, like you said in your question. Do you think if I think there are people that are going to, you know, speak up or whatnot? I feel like this is the beginning of it because you see so much violence because they're trying to get their way and get, you know, the law to understand, other yeah, people to understand.
1: Yeah, people are frustrated.
0: They're very frustrated. So I feel like this is the beginning of it. And but it's going to get better. But I think at the same time, if you, I believe in life. If you want things to be handled the right way, you got to lead by example. And there's just so much hurt and anger. You're seeing everybody destroying others, and you're seeing these cop cars rolling over people, and you see all these protests and people getting shot with rubber bullets. Um, I think it's just the wrong way to handle it right now. I think it's just the beginning of it, but they're going to get better, I do believe. It's just the start, so I think this is the beginning.
1: Do you think police brutality is a real issue for people of color? Do you think police brutality is a real issue for people of color in America?
0: Oh, yeah, that's a problem. That's a huge problem. I mean, that's been ongoing, you know, for as long as we can remember, before we was even born. Yeah. And and, and it's sad that... um, it still continues to this day and there was a quote that Will Smith said and it stuck with me yeah. he said that race isn't getting any worse, it's now getting filmed and that's something that stuck and that needs to be changed because at the end of the day no matter if you're white, black purple, green, whatever you at the end of the day we're human, we're all gonna bleed the same red
1: Thank you for taking the time to talk with me today and sharing your perspective on everything that's happened thus far in 2020. Hopefully the year gets better rather than worse.
0: Oh, it's gonna get better. We just gotta stick together and um, just stay positive. And we just have to understand that life, not every day is gonna be sunny. You're gonna have some rainy days too
1: this is a rainy year
0: and and some things are time consuming but yeah thanks for having me
1: thank you